From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Hour number two, you are locked in to the Bill Michaels Show here on a Wednesday. I'm Radio Joe Zenzola filling in for the big unit today. He will be back coming up tonight on the Bill Michaels Huddle, presented by Bud Light Seltzers, 6 to 8 on many of these network stations. A lot to get to, and uh, certainly what a night last night for the Milwaukee Bucks, breaking a record that, I, I mean, you would think some other team would have, you know, been able to break 28 made three-pointers. But no, it was all the Bucks last night. And to talk more about it, on the Schneider Orange Hotline is the general manager of your Milwaukee Bucks, John Horst. John, what's going on? Hey, Joe, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, last night was just incredible to watch. I know, unfortunately for some Bucks fans, they weren't able to see history being made because TNT bailed a little too early on the game. But nonetheless, that was an incredible game from the Bucks, especially for the fact that, you know, things didn't go so well a couple nights ago in New York, and Giannis kind of made a statement to the team, and boy, did that pay off. Yeah, I mean, great night for the Bucks last night. Or most importantly, to get the win. You know, our league is a crazy league. Sometimes you can go from shooting below twenty percent from three against the Knicks and having one of those nights to uh, to an NBA record-setting night uh, last night against the Heat. And you know, I I don't know that we're going to make twenty-nine or thirty-threes um, every night uh, this season, but I do think we have a really good shooting team. We're intentional. We talked a lot about you know adding to our shot making and shot creation in the off season, and I think. You know, not only did we make a bunch of threes as a team last night, but to have 12 uh, players make a three in the game is also an NBA record. And, and in some ways, I think I'm more proud of that. It just shows the, the versatility of our roster and the completeness of our roster and hopefully um, a sign of more to come. Yeah, and I, I'm sure you have to feel pretty good, too, because, you know, this is there's a lot of new faces on this basketball team, and you really had to change things around. And, you know, obviously it starts with Drew Holiday. I... Looking at Drew Holiday last night, this guy, it just feels like he has had chemistry with everyone for a while. Like, it's hard to believe this is only his fourth game, and to be playing at this level, that that is really awesome to see. Yeah, Drew's Drew's a true professional, uh, an ultimate competitor, a great teammate, a great person, and a really, really good player. And I'm glad that Milwaukee's getting to see and the NBA's getting to see – you know, what we're hopeful of with Drew Holiday and the reasons that we aggressively pursued him. And uh, we're excited to have him, you know, become part of our basketball team. And I think, you know, Drew, Drew's skill set, but his personality and, and all the things that he brings to the table, I think are going to be a difference maker for us um, this season and going forward. And, and that's, that's the bet. That's the hope. And so far, so good, you know, and, and, and looking for more to come. Yeah, I am just a big fan of Drew Holiday, and he certainly is a class act for sure. We're talking with the general manager of your Milwaukee Bucks, John Horst, here on the Bill Michaels Show. So let me go back a little bit to Giannis and the extension. I mean, I have to talk about this. And obviously, John, I know you're not going to get into like specifics on the negotiations and all of that. Like That's not going to happen. But, you know, you and you and Giannis go way back, and I've heard you talk about uh, recently just how close you are with Giannis. But did it 
ever cross your mind as the negotiations were going on? Was there ever any doubt in your mind where you're like, man, what if he doesn't sign this? What if this could be his last season as a buck? Like, did that doubt ever show up? Did you ever lose any sleep over it? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and both things can be true. I think Giannis and I have a great relationship. We have a long-standing relationship. Um, I love him not only as a player and someone that I'm fortunate to work with every day, but as a person and someone that I call a friend and, and consider part of, of, of my family. And um, But both things can be true. That, that That is true. And you can also lose sleep over a decision in a moment that's as big as, as it was and is. Uh, for our franchise and our league and for his life and my life and, and everyone that's associated with it. So it is a major decision, a major moment in time um, that that we navigated and we worked through, and I'm very happy and thankful um, for the outcome of it. And at the same time, and Giannis knows this, that you know, if, if we would have went in a different route and, and, and for whatever reason um, decided not to do an extension at this time, that's something that, you know, that myself and the organization would have respected and supported and worked with um, him accordingly as well on that. So it's, it was a, a great moment, a great experience, uh, great to be part of, um, but also very, very happy. And I know he is too, to have that um, locked in and secured and done with and, and continue to build our team and work on getting better every day and, and trying to accomplish our, our ultimate goals. Yeah. And so, I yeah, really, we've oh. lost. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it, yeah, it's. I was watching uh, last or was it two weeks ago? Uh, the video that the Bucks put out on Twitter of you know you're there, ownership is there, his agent is there, and there's Giannis signing on the dotted line, and I could just see how ecstatic everyone was in that room. I mean, it was just such a great moment and a great day for everybody involved. I, I'm curious, John. Like, you know, you've done a lot of negotiating with so many different players when it comes to contracts and stuff. For for you, like, what are some of the biggest challenges as a GM when you go into those negotiations trying to figure out what is going to be the best compromise that can be had between both sides? Yeah, I think I think maybe one of the biggest challenges and things that, you know, continue to learn and evolve and grow, um, and I don't know that this applies you know, in all walks of life, but I can tell you it applies in sports and it applies, I think, in all organizations. Uh, the perception that, you know, it's all about the money, it's just not true. And and to get yourself past that, you know, in a negotiation and try to figure out what matters um, with players and with people. And, you know, often I've found that it matters that they want to have a place where they can win, um, where they're loved and respected, where their family is taken care of and where they want to uh, enjoy, you know, coming to work every single day. And, I mean, it's deeper than that. It's more complex than that. But those are some of the things that I've learned and taken away from, you know, a lot of these negotiations. And, of course, money matters. It always is going to matter. Um, but those other things are major deciding factors in a lot of decisions for people. And I, my bet is that, that that matters in any walk of life. It's not just in professional sports. But I can tell you in sports it definitely does because um, these guys like the routines and they like continuity and they like stability. And uh, you got to figure out a way to give them that Again, we're talking with Bucks General Manager John Horst here on the Bill Michael Show. And you know what else is really satisfying to me, John, and I know it's satisfying to you. You know, Milwaukee doesn't have the reputation of being this Siberia where it's just, well, I don't want to play there. It's Milwaukee. 
I mean, we've seen now the last few years, I mean, it helps having Giannis on your team, but we have seen so many seasoned, prominent veterans play for this basketball team. And, man, if you would have told me that 10 years ago, I might have said you're crazy. Milwaukee is not that, you know, stereotypical town where it's just, yeah, that's just where the leftover players go. Yeah, Joe, it's, it's, uh, you said, you know, of course it helps having Giannis. I would say it starts with having Giannis. Um, and it's, and I don't want to oversell it. I'm just selling it accurately and fairly. When you have a chance to play with the best player in the world who happens to be the best person, who's an incredible teammate, uh, incredible ambassador for the organization and, and for the community, um, and he's not even in his prime yet and is now committed to be the organization for you know, years to come. That sets the tone for everything. And then, you know, to the credit of our ownership group with Mark Lassery and Wes Edens and Jamie Dine and, and in the business side with Peter Fagan and, and Coach Bud, the culture of these set, then you have an organization that resources uh, winning in every manner, you know, and they invest in the team in every manner and they're willing to spend and they're willing to spend time and spend money and, and, and assets to to really grow this thing to be great, not only great on the floor, but great off the floor. And I think that that combination is, is lethal and has given us a chance to, to recruit and maintain talent and sustain success. And we want to continue to do that and continue to knock on the door and be in a position to hopefully win and win at the highest level. Let me go back to Giannis for a minute. Again, we're talking with John Horst, GM of the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, you know, with your relationship with him, the, the, the one thing that, as we watched Giannis ascend, the one question I had was, you know, th- this was this, this is a kid coming from Greece, you know, who has just worked his tail off throughout his whole life. He's super humble. I mean, look at his personality. He's relatable to all of the fans involved. And, you know, the one thing about stardom, especially in the NBA, it can go to your head really fast. And there are, as we know, many star players have egos. What I love about Giannis, John, is Giannis has not changed one bit. That stardom has not gone to his head, and he is the same kid that we saw when he was first drafted by this team. I, that is just so incredible, and I think that's what distinguishes Giannis from everyone else in the league. Giannis is grounded in, in you know, what matters to him and in the morals and the ethics that he was raised on, his family and, and the culture that he grew up in and his experiences. And, and, and I think, like any person, you... you you are as good as your foundation and how you were how you were raised and how you grew up and, and what grounds you and what keeps you and keeps you humble and keeps you focused and Giannis has a great sense for that and he's he's reflective on that and, and he cares about that. And so again, just a credit to him as a person and and for us, you know, in our city and our state to uh, have the MVP of our league and the best player in the world, um, not only be those things but also be an incredible person. Uh, is really, really special. And, and I, I hope that, you know, I know I say it every day. I hope everyone that, that loves the Bucks and loves Giannis says it every day. And if they get a chance to say it to him, just say thank you. I mean, what a, what an incredible opportunity for us to be part of this and, and to share this with him and, and be the person that you get to do it with. Be honest, it's incredible. Uh, just a couple more here with Bucks general manager John Horst here on the Bill Michaels Show. John, th- this question I'm very curious about because I know you don't have a Twitter account, I I think. But, you know, social media in this day and age is just so, so big. And there's so many different things going on. You know, obviously, you got insiders breaking stories. You have fan reaction, positive and negative. I'm just curious, like, does social media 
ever influence you at all? Do you ever pay attention to it? Do you ever ask any anyone else in the front office about what people are saying? I, I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. <laughs> well, although I'm not an active social media person uh, in terms of tweeting and messaging, um, I am not completely naive or, or blind to social media. So I, I follow, I track. There's, there's obviously a lot of benefits in our organization to understanding uh, the news that's being broken and stories that are going on. There's actually, I think, a lot of really uh, intelligent uh, content on online that you can, you know, get some 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 great takeaways from. But I don't personally, no, I don't react uh, or or make decisions based on things that are being said about the foster or things like that. But to say that we just ignore it and don't follow, that would be negligent. I guess because there's a ton of great productive content and, and use for social media. Obviously, a lot of people enjoy it and use it for personal reasons. And that's just not my, uh, not my speed, not my interest. Yeah, I, I figured as much. Uh, one more with John Horace, GM of the Milwaukee Bucks here on the Bill Michael Show. Um, it, it, has there been any discussions maybe later on this season where there could be some fans back at Pfizer Forum, or is that just more of an NBA, NBA thing, or is it a city of Milwaukee thing? I mean, is there any hope at all for that? Yeah, I think there's hope for that. Uh, I think that, you know, the NBA obviously start with them. They're going to treat everything uh, with the utmost care and, and, and respect for health and safety uh, for our players and our fans and our communities. And I think after that, it really becomes an organizational decision based on their, you know, partnership and relationship with the municipalities. And I think that's a lot to work through. But I can tell you that we have great relationships with the NBA city of Milwaukee, state of Wisconsin. And if there's an opportunity to have fans in five serve in a healthy, safe way, uh, we'll do it. And we'll do it when we can. And, and I can tell you that we'll be really, really excited for that opportunity when and if it comes about because we love our fans and we love our building when it's full and rocking. Yeah, that is for sure. Let's hope that happens sooner rather than later. He is the general manager of your Milwaukee Bucks, John Horace, joining me here on the Bill Michael Show. John, thank you so much, and uh, don't be a stranger. Let's do it again uh, when when Bill is back from vacation. <laughs> Sounds great, Joe. Thanks so much. Go Bucks. Yep. Go Bucks indeed. Take care. There he is, John Horace, joining us here on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, they're hiring drivers right now, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. They've been doing it for 85 years. Again, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Some great stuff there from John Horace as the Bucks have just one hell of a win last night, knocking off the heat and being able to break the record for most made three-pointers in a game. That is incredible. Some really good stuff there from John Horst. If you just if you just tuned in at the tail end of this, we will have this conversation again for you in the final hour of the show, so stay tuned for that. Coming up on the other side, though, we'll continue to take your calls, your thoughts on the Bucks win, your grievances, your frustrations about TNT blocking you from watching your game last night. That is all coming up next. I'm Radio Joe Zenzola. We'll have more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up next. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Van Horn Automotive. Don't forget their employee-owned, only employee-owned automotive group in Wisconsin, and all their employees have a vested interest in your complete satisfaction, which is why I keep going back to them not once, not twice, 
three, four times as a matter of fact. And they've got 0% financing for 12 months right now in service on any repairs up to 2000 bucks. And it's great for those unexpected repairs, especially right now. You don't want to spend all your money on a repair. You want to save a little bit of money and keep that money in your pocket. So think of our friends over at Van Horn Automotive Group. You can find everything by simply going to vanhornauto.com. That's vanhornauto.com all over the state of Wisconsin and over in Iowa. Again, go to vanhornauto.com and tell them Bill Michael sent you. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. It's the Bill Michaels Show. Thanks for tuning in today. As we all dig out from last night's little snowstorm that went through Wisconsin, and now it's it's officially winter. Hopefully we don't have many of these this year, or in 2021, I should say. I'm Radio Joe filling in for Bill today. As we continue to get your reaction from last night's Bucks win. Great stuff from John Horse. Thanks again for him jumping on and talking about that win and a lot of other things, a lot of really good insight. And the fact that he was losing some sleep over Giannis is very, very significant. I I just, I mean, imagine that it's like your GM, you've known this guy for a long time, but you always have to play the what if scenario in your head. Like what if he just surprises everyone and says, yeah, this will be my last year because then you got to think about a million other things. You got to think about, well, do I trade Giannis? Can I make a trade happen? Can it be a sign and trade? And then you think about how do you build a team after Giannis is gone? Like there is just so many different things that will get in your head. And I'm sure all of it has crossed John Horace's mind. So some really good stuff. And again, we will have it for you. Um, a little bit later on in the show. You can also, if you have the freeradio.com app, you can literally just hit rewind on the app and you can go back 20 minutes and hear the full conversation. I will give you permission to do that. Um, But taking your calls, 855-830-8648 on the win. And also in the last hour, um, I needed to air my grievances, even though Festivus is over with, about what TNT did last night to a lot of Bucks fans. Because, again, for those of you that are just joining us, not everybody just automatically has Fox Sports Wisconsin on their TV. You had the game being televised on two different networks last night. A lot of people do not have Fox Sports Wisconsin right now. Um, and part of that is because they don't want to pay all this extra money for cable because that's where it is. And typically other people have found other cheaper avenues through streaming like Hulu and YouTube. Well, Fox Sports Wisconsin's company, Sinclair, they are right now in this stalemate over money, of course, with these streaming services. So right now you are not getting Fox Sports Wisconsin on those streaming providers. So now the only other option you have is national TV. And thank goodness the Bucks are being televised a lot on national TV this year, including TNT. But TNT decided to bail on that game before the Bucks were on their way to breaking an NBA record. I mean, to me, that's that is just not acceptable. And Kevin Holden, CBS 58, who joined me earlier in the show, um, he texted a producer that he knows 
who is in one of the networks, and she said that you do not TNT does not have the capability to keep the game on in the local Milwaukee, Wisconsin market. They just it's just only East Coast and West Coast. So that's what you get. And and to me, in this day and age, to not being able to keep the game in the local market is just ridiculous. It's unacceptable. You mean to tell me there's no technology in today's day and age where you where you can do that? Like I just I can't believe that. And what's even more asinine about it is I was talking uh to Evan and uh, Sam Schmitz behind the glass during the break, and I'm like, so what was Brian Anderson doing last night? Cause he was on the call for that, for that game on TNT. Like what was he doing after TNT just decided to cut everyone out of the country from watching it? And apparently they were just broadcasting to the international audience. So the international audience gets to watch it, but people here in Wisconsin can't. Wow. That, that is, that is just simply unacceptable. So for those Bucks fans last night that got screwed, I am really sorry. I like I'm just really, really sorry that you had to deal with that. Um, but and 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 this and I'm not just going to go after TNT. Sinclair needs to get their act together too. They need to get their act together. And and don't and don't play the COVID excuse. Everyone wants to play the COVID excuse right now. If there's one industry that's doing well in COVID, it's TV. So Sinclair and YouTube and Hulu, you guys need to figure it out. You guys are cashing in right now. Because what what do you think people have been doing staying indoors this entire time? They've been watching a lot of TV. They've been streaming a lot of shows. How many shows have you been able to binge watch this year in 2020? So I I just, I don't want to hear this crap that... You know, the, these companies are are starved and, and don't have enough money here and they can't negotiate a new deal. It, that get it done. The, the sad part of it is they don't they don't really care about you. They don't. Because they've got all the power, they have all the leverage. You can complain all you want to them and they're not gonna do anything. And that and that is that is the saddest reality in all of it. We should be talking about the positives. On the other side of the break, we will continue on with this. Frank Madden of the Lockdown Books Podcast. Frank is a wealth of knowledge. Um, and I consider him like my personal capologist because he is just so good understanding the uh, complex nature of the NBA salary cap. It is just so confusing. And I, I, I've, I've tried so hard to learn as much as I can. There are so many aspects of this that it's like trying to understand a foreign language. I don't get it. Um, so we're going to talk about all of this for, with Frank, but we'll also talk about one hell of a win last night from the Bucks. That was some really good stuff. And to just just dish it to the heat of all teams was also very special. So we will do that coming up on the other side. I'm Radio Joe Zanzola. We will have more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. The cold weather and the holidays are here, and Schulze Family Beef has everything you need. Their family farm in Humbird, Wisconsin, that's been providing high-quality pasture-raised beef to all of us in the Midwest for now three generations. And with COVID cases on the rise, nobody really wants to go to the grocery store, right? So why not sign up for a convenient monthly subscription? It'll be packed in dry ice and show up right on your doorstep, like the variety of steaks and chops and burgers and hot dogs and brats and roasts. You can get that curated gift box as well. So don't forget about that. And they have all the 
delicious meats that you're going to need for those cold weather stews, chilies, and soups. So check out their Facebook page because they have some great recipes over there. And new for the holidays, special tomahawk ribeyes, perfect for the small COVID gatherings. You can order them right now while they last because they're not going to last long. And for a no-brainer, ready-to-eat Instapot dinners. Check out the website for the recipes. And what meat lover wouldn't love a gift certificate for meat, right? Think about that for the holidays. Happy holidays from Schulze Family Beef. Go to the web, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That's Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the Bill Michaels Show here on a Wednesday. I'm Radio Joe filling in for the big units. Continue talking Milwaukee Bucks basketball. What a win last night, man. What a win last night. The Bucks, of course, setting the record for most three-pointers made in a game. Breaking an NBA record. How about it? And there was also outrage last night, and rightly so, when TNT decided to bail on it early. To talk about all of it, and believe me, we'll try to talk more X's and O's than anything, from the Lockdown Bucks podcast, he's been following this team for a very long time, Frank Madden joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. What's up, Frank? Hey, Joe. Almost Happy New Year, and uh, I guess we picked, I picked a good day to, to come on the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Last night. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. I mean, you know what? You're let's 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 get the TNT stuff out of the way. Your reaction to all of that last night? I mean, there was so much reaction from Bucks fans, and to me, it's just totally unacceptable what they did. Yeah, I, I was fortunate. I was watching the game on on FS Wisconsin, so I, I didn't experience the disruption that uh, a lot of people did. But um, you know, as someone who has spent a lot of their adult life watching games from afar on NBA League Pass. You know, if you're watching outside of, of the normal coverage area or if you're part of the group of fans that right now doesn't have access to FS Wisconsin, um, obviously this is uh, it's a really annoying thing because it wasn't just a blowout win. As you guys, you know, obviously we're going to talk about it. it was literally a historic night with the record-setting offensive performance and all those three-pointers. So, um, you know, look, going away from a game that's a blowout to another game, uh, you know, whatever. I, I can understand that in, in, you know, in isolation. But the fact that, that means that all these fans can't watch the game anyway because the NBA and, you know, the way that the coverage rules, you know, basically don't allow you to watch the local broadcasts on League Pass when there's a national coverage, things like that. I mean, that's where it stinks. So, so yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it's one thing to cut away from a game. That, that's one thing I get. I get a lot of, you know, random fans across the country may not have minded so much, but um, it does obviously a big disservice to, to fans of teams that, you know, are, are basically forced to watch this national broadcast so yeah it stinks and uh, obviously i think i heard that the overnight replays i believe on tnt uh showed the game in their entirety i think um so i don't i don't know if anybody dvr'd those uh but uh yeah hopefully folks may have a chance at least watch at least watch the highlights right because there were there were plenty of them 
Yes, there were. Frank Madden of the Lockdown Books podcast joining me here on the Bill Michaels Show. One one more real quick on all of this, because, you know, the other thing, too, on social media last night, everyone was right away going after the NBA, going after all the networks, you know, saying that they they hate the Bucks, they have it out for the Bucks, they don't, it, there's just, it's you know, you could say there's conspiracy theories, but then you could also say that there is some significant credence, especially with the Bogdanovich stuff from not too long ago. Where do you stand all of this? I mean, do you think the NBA and these networks have something against the Bucks? I mean, I think there's always going to be a natural inclination. For, I, don't, I don't know if it's the, the networks per se. If it's, you know, I don't, I don't know that TNT and their production studio making the decision if it's a, you know, a conspiracy against the Bucks per se. I think there's an obvious bias if you're, you know, a producer of an ESPN show, uh, you know, morning show or, you know, FS1 morning show or whatever. Are you excited to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks because they're good? Uh, Not really. (laughs) Those those just aren't the kind of things that that drive ratings. We know what drives ratings is, you know, will Giannis leave? You know, is LeBron over the hill? But but just, you know, the stuff that, that is a lot of noise, obviously. Right. And so I think certainly they're, there is a segment of national coverage where these people, you know, are not watching Bucks games regularly. They don't really want to talk about the game really at all to a large extent, right? Yeah. You know, talking about the sport itself is often really a secondary thing. And so to talk about, oh, this small market is, is just really good. I mean, that's a boring storyline. It was a boring storyline the last two years. Bucks are good, right? Yeah. Regular season Bucks are good. People, you know, again, that, that's just less interesting from a national perspective. So I think, you know, again, they try to find angles that are quote unquote more interesting, which, you know, if you're a fan of the bucks is not going to be as fun to talk about. Cause it's going to be, you know, Giannis want to leave, you know, et cetera, et cetera, which obviously thank goodness uh, he signed the Supermax, So at least that will be tamped down a bit, at least, at least for a little while. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, again, I don't know if it's conspiracy so much as just kind of chasing whether it's clicks or, you know, people, flashing through the channels, just trying to find something that, that catches people's eyes. And unfortunately, you know, it's not just the bucks. It's I think sports in general, it's just the actual games are, are just less important to people than, than they used to be, or maybe than we'd want them to be. Frank Madden, Lockdown Bucks podcast here on the Bill Michael show. So let's talk about Giannis because Giannis didn't really have to do anything last night. I mean, he was the only he was the only buck that did not hit a three pointer in this game, and his final line was nine points, six boards, six dimes, three steals. That's actually pretty good if you're a rotational guy. But the fact the fact that Giannis didn't really have to do anything in this game and to see everyone else chipping in the way that they did that was incredible. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of a you know glass half full, glass half empty with with what we've seen from Giannis more generally, and not just last night, but you know just just the first here couple weeks of the season. I think um, you know the glass half full is you've now won two games by one, what was it, 39 points, and the other here by 47 points, and Giannis has averaged 12 points on terrible shooting in both (laughs) across those two games, right against the Golden State Warriors, and now last night against the Heat. So. The fact that you can just have these offensive explosions without the MVP doing really anything offensively is obviously an encouraging thing. And I think, you know, he's, as he's seen teams load up, um, you know, he's obviously a willing distributor and has sort of shifted, I think, his mindset a little bit at times in game to be more of that, you know, decoy almost distributor type guy. Um, I think the, so, so that's obviously positive. And, you know, if the Bucks are, uh, be doing what we've been seeing them do as far as offense, at least um, without Giannis hitting a stride, then, okay, look, 
he's not going to be as bad as he's been here in these first four games. Um, we know that, right? We've, we've seen what he can do the last few seasons and the level that, that he can get at. I think the downside, obviously, is just that, you know, he just doesn't really look very comfortable right now. We're used to seeing him always getting better year after year. And you know, he's normally been a fast starter as well. You know, every season, he typically starts the season very strongly. And, you know, call it the offseason being short or whatever it might be. Um, he doesn't, certainly doesn't look better. It doesn't look like he's added anything, you know, after that short offseason um, coming into this year. And I, I mean, I was looking at the numbers, you know, since. After after opening night, he's one out of seventeen on shots outside the restricted area, so basically right up, you know, basically non layups. So his jump shot, you know, any, anything he does that isn't a layup or a dunk right now is is not going in, and he doesn't look very comfortable at the line either. So yeah. he's still obviously got things to work out, and you know we can obviously say he just got to, he just needs to get there. Obviously by the playoffs, you know, if he's a little has a little bit of a down regular season. As long as the Bucks are winning at a high clip, you know, it's not the end of the world. But, you know, if he's going to get to that next level in the playoffs, he's going to have to do it during the regular season too, right? I don't think we expect him to struggle in the regular season and then just magically flip the switch in the playoffs. So, um, you know, again, it's early, uh, weird off season, getting used to other guys, uh, new guys around him in the rotation. So hopefully it's just a matter of getting a little bit better, better comfort level. But certainly he's got some work to do. And, um, you know, hopefully he bounces back tonight, right? Obviously he's got a, another bite at the apple against his Heat team and, um, you know, they're going to come out with a better effort tonight, and you hope Giannis will as well. Well, and those are some really good points about Giannis, and absolutely, there's a lot of time here in the regular season for him to figure this stuff out. I'll, I'll tell you one guy that has already figured it out, it appears. I mean, he's just looked he's looked amazing through the first four games. It's like this guy has been playing with the Bucks for the last couple of years. It's Drew Holiday. I mean, he's just he, – he, he knows – he knows his spots. He knows where his teammates' spots are on the floor. He's able to distribute really well. He knows where to get open. I like Frank. I I've been just blown away by what I've seen from Drew Holiday out of the gate. Yeah, last night. I mean, he only hit one three in the first three games. It was that clutch step back uh, against the against the Celtics in Game One, the fourth quarter. Um, but then he comes out last night and hit six out of ten threes. Yeah. Obviously, that's not really typically his game, but. You know, he's just been uh, – his control offensively, you know, the pace at which he plays, um, he's just a really, really smart guy. You know, he's, he's not maybe like the idealized offensive player that you want for the Bucks, or a guy who can just, you know, shoot off the dribble from, from 27 feet if, if you go under a pick and roll or something like that. Um, you know, he, I think we saw last night, obviously, he is a guy who can knock down threes. That's obviously going to be crucial and, and important for the Bucks moving forward. So, Encouraging to see him finding that that stroke and, and leading the Bucks on a night when they hit twenty nine threes, um, but yeah, I mean just his uh, his ability offensively. I'd start with that, you know, just his decision making, the way that you know he uses both of his hands so well. I mean, he's one of those right handed players who can finish almost seems to prefer finishing with his left hand around the basket. Um, I'm not going to make a John Henson comparison because you know that that would just be a cheap joke, but um, but he's. He's just so skilled, and then defensively, you know, we almost didn't have much chance to watch the defense last night because it got out of hand so quickly, but he really set the tone with his defense at the point of attack last night. I mean, Tyler Harrow ended up actually having a pretty good night, but, you know, he was just in him on pick and rolls. You know, he created two turnovers on the first three possessions um, and got the Bucks out and running, and, and just his defensive versatility um, is just such a valuable weapon. You know, he can defend pretty much anybody one through three, and, um, you know, just, just the way that he gets up in guys, you know, his activity level with his hands 
The Bucks came in the last night, 29th enforcing turnovers. They force eight. They get eight steals and ten turnovers in the first quarter, right? Which really crazy. Was, aside from a few pointers, the uh, yeah, the big turning point in that game. And it's not like the Heat were just punting the ball into the stands here. I mean, you know, they, the Bucks are really doing well jumping passing lanes and and being aggressive. And obviously, that's something that they didn't do well, especially early in that playoff series last year. So. We'll see. We'll see what happens tonight. But but yeah, Holiday obviously has uh, has looked very comfortable fitting in. Physically, he looks good. You just cross your fingers. Obviously, that he and the rest of the kind of key guys can stay healthy and continue to kind of grow and mature and um, build more of that rapport with each other. Because uh, obviously, I think he's shown some good moments with Giannis too, finding him um, on drop, you know, drop passes and transition things like that. So um, certainly, just more time will will only help him and, and the rest of the Bucks get a little bit more fluidity, which. At times, we've seen uh, no problems with, and obviously in other games like the Knicks game, obviously you can still see there's there's a work in progress dimension to this. Yeah, no question about it. He is Frank Madden of the Locked On Bucks podcast. You can follow Frank on Twitter as well. F Madden NBA, great follow, highly recommended. Frank, as always, my friend, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll do it again down the road. Thanks, Joe. Have a good one, and uh, Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year to you, too. There it is, Frank Madden joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, they're hiring drivers right now, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. All right, um, the Duke's Mayo Bowl is going on right now. Uh, I'll have an update if you even care about that. And um, one coach, I kind of worry, what if – this is his last year in this state. I'll tell you who it is. That is coming up next. I'm Radio Joe filling in for Bill today here on the Bill Michael Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers face the Chicago Bears Sunday at 325. The Bears will honor Gail Sayers, who passed away earlier this year. Quarterback Mitch Trubisky has been able to score earlier in games, leading Chicago to three consecutive victories with a shot now at a wild card spot in the playoffs if they get the win over the Packers at home at Soldier Field. Trubisky spoke to reporters. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Um, we know it, what's at stake this weekend. It just steps up for a special opportunity to finish our season strong against the against a rival like this. So um, it's a must-win game, just like these last couple of games have been. And we definitely want to play our best ball and, and finish strong. So we just got to keep getting better, have a great week of practice, and go out there to give ourselves a great chance on Sunday. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is in the running for the league MVP. And Green Bay's defense has been putting pressure on the quarterback and creating turnovers. Are they playoff ready? Matt LaFleur. Yeah, I thought our guys did outstanding and they answered the bell. And I'd be remiss to not mention the offensive line, just how they protect, how they opened up holes in the run game, our tight ends, our receivers getting involved in the run game. And then defensively, I just saw, you know, all three levels from the D-line to the backers to the secondary flying around, making plays in the ball. That's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. Mike Clemens on the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical Center. The holidays are here. Gift getting, holiday parties, traveling. With all the holiday fun, it may take the energy out of you. And if you're sluggish or foggy or moody, everybody's going to call you the Grinch. You don't want that. No, it could be low T or low testosterone. My friends at New Mail Medical Center, they can help you out just like they helped me. And you're going to have plenty of energy to enjoy all that the holidays have to offer. And when it comes to gift giving, what better gift can you give your partner than a healthy love life? 
The medical experts at New Mail Medical Center have a 98% success rate of treating guys with ED without the nasty side effects. And I know there's a lot of great food over the holidays, but you don't have to put on weight. As a matter of fact, you can take it off and jumpstart the new year for a new you. Call the medical experts at New Mail Medical Center, 414-455-4451. Locations in Milwaukee, Green Bay, all over, 414-455-4451. Thanks, Bill couple minutes before the top of the hour here on the bill michaels show i'm radio joe zanzola filling in today bill will be back again coming up tonight on many of these same network stations for the bill michaels huddle six to eight presented by bud light seltzer on the panel tonight a couple of our friends from some of the affiliates we have dan casper from sports talk 105.1 in eau claire he will be on the panel making his debut and another guy making his debut tonight grant bills from wkty in lacrosse he will be on the panel as well again that's six to eight on many of these network stations and again if if you don't have it on an affiliate near you just go and download the free radio.com app you can also listen online BillMichaelSports.com. That is where it is. A little update in case you cared about the Dukes Mayo Bowl. I mean, I certainly don't care about this game at all. I don't care if the Badgers win or not. Um, Wake Forest leads right now 14 to 7. The Badgers finally got on the board a John Chanel touchdown, and he is the fullback of the future for that Badgers team as Mason Stockey is going to be leaving. And I'm sure some NFL team will take some interest in him if they need a fullback. Uh, but that's what's going on right now. I mean, look, all I care about really in that game is just the younger players getting reps and getting more comfortable. And that starts with the future of this program, Graham Mertz, um, who has not looked like himself since that Illinois game. And I just want to see progress from him. I don't care if the Badgers win this one or not. Um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. This whole year just feels like an exhibition at this point. Let's see what the Badgers can do next year. I'm sure we will talk a little bit more Badger football heading into the offseason, but uh, that's the dealio there. All right, I'm Radio Joe. Again, filling in for Bill today. Evan Heffelfinger, other side of the glass. We'll play some buy or sell coming up next here on The Bill Michael Show. Sixteen stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.